I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestle me, Pete! Wrestle me, Christmas, Mark, ba-ba-ba-bonus. Welcome to uh, Wrestle Memus, everybody. Mm. Uh, I think this is, this is day four or day five. Oh, I have not got that far, Mark. <laughs> well, Come you on can now. tell. Google's by... gone down because we have, uh, I've emailed all of this information to myself. Yep. But Google went down, so we fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so we fuck now. There is that thing of we are supposed to be watching the matches before we talk about them, but we do just tend to just look on Google <laughs> and imagine what they're like. Um, we, we've got a match today, which is a, a match that I think last year, mm. uh, Mecca Shote, who is um, uh, Eddie and his brother, they run a brilliant yes. sort of a wrestling uh, t-shirt company. Mm. And they are two of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. And Eddie... Whenever I sort of say what match should we do, there's usually a reply from Mecha Shote on Twitter that will say, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Just like that. Now, whenever I've seen it, I've been like, oh, yeah, I remember that. It was a crap match, you mm. know, and he wants us to do it because it's silly. Yeah. Having watched it, no, I realise, and I should have realised this because Eddie knows his wrestling. He chose it because it is an absolute underrated classic <laughs> by a group of people who you wouldn't have thought would have put on a match mm. that was going to be anything like this good. Yeah. Um, what What did you think? Because you've come to it completely cold. Well, look, I think whenever you have uh, three uh, uh, people in a commentary uh, position that are tiny versions of the actual commentary, uh, the actual commentary position, mm. uh, we BL. Little Jerry King Lawler, or some bollocks. Micro call. <laughs> now, my, that, that that ticks a lot. Box. It does. I've they, said it before. They change their names because there is one thing about the commentators, and the commentators are not pro commentators, mm. and they are legitimately bad. And <laughs> the real commentary team make a lot of hay with that. They're really mm. like, this is hilarious. They're the worst. Yep. But the commentary team, they do not even get their names right. So <laughs> I think when they ask him what his name is, the first one, they say, "What's your name?" And mm. he goes, "Michael Cole." And they go. <laughs> Micro Cole. Okay. Um, there's Jerry the Mini King Lawler. Right. Who later in the match they refer to as Jerry the King Smaller. So he obviously no, forgot right. that entirely. <laughs> and the other one is uh, WeeBL. Mm. Again, J. J does not sound Wee. like we. It not, should yeah, be no. JWL. Yes. Yeah. B We. That works. Yeah. J We L. But they didn't even want him to be called that because <sighs> later on they referred to him as JB Elf. So. so <laughs> 
the three you guys. You on one, you can't just change it halfway through. <laughs> but the three guys have obviously just gone into business in themselves. The first one says Mike, Michael Cole, totally wrong. The second one says Jerry the Little King Lawler. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we had a right of work on this. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we BL. And it's yeah. like, oh, no. But it's it, WLC. So, but it's just, so, it's, so you've got the comedy team, three of them, uh, JBL, Michael Cole, and I'm doing this now. Uh, <laughs> and then you've got the smaller versions yeah. uh, who uh, uh, are men with dwarfism and uh, yeah it's just beautifully put together this whole thing it, from it start is. to finish this is the WLC match so mm. this is between Hornswoggle and El Torito yeah and it took place at Extreme Rules uh, 2014 that was the, the kickoff show right they had this match on there um, and this is following Wrestlemania 30 mm. just to put it in it's difficult when you say Extreme Rules 2014 and, and the year you don't know what it is yeah. but this is post Daniel Bryan's great Wrestlemania mm. Um, he's in his first main event uh, post-WrestleMania, and this is the kickoff show. And this is actually regarded as being an official TLC match. (laughs) There's been 26 in WWE history, and Mm. this is on the list. Mm. Um, What I love the most about this is it was a joke. It's Mm. a big joke. You get Mm. two guys, you call it WLC, there's little ladders, there's all this, you know, little commentators and everything. But the two men involved, who are El Torito and Hornswoggle, Mm. they didn't want it to be a joke. And they won. So what they put on is a match that everyone was like, it's a throwaway dumb bit of comedy. Mm. And the commentators keep that going through the commentary. So you've got the, the if you like, the full-size commentators are still commentating while the smaller guys are doing it. Mm. And all they're doing is they are basically going, we know this is going to be an absolute shit fest. So we'll just amuse ourselves. And they keep doing that, even when the match becomes amazing. (laughs) The crowd are chanting, this is awesome, at points. And I know that's an overused sort of chant. But for for you to get a this is awesome in the middle of this match and not have the commentators react to it and go... (laughs) This has blown away all expectations. But but to still be there going, uh, at one point they say something like, um, you know, unbelievably, this show is trending worldwide. You know? <laughs> Take it. It's done yeah. well. Yeah. Um, on uh, it. We'll, we'll talk quickly about, about the backgrounds of the, of the two guys in it. Mm. So you have El Torito. Uh, that is uh, the Spanish for the little bull. Um, he was a, a wrestler called Mas- Mascarita Dorada which is Little Golden Mask in Spanish. He's four foot five, and mm. he's what's referred to as a mini. So... Um, Mexico has has a very, very much richer history of using people of diminutive stature as legitimate athletes. Mm. Um, it doesn't actually go back as far as you'd imagine. You'd slightly imagine they've been doing that since the dawn of wrestling. Mm. But what they have is they have these, what they're called is mini estrellas, which is Spanish for mini stars. And those are not just uh, wrestlers who have dwarfism. Mm. That is also for short wrestlers. So they have a sort of uh, a group of people, anyone who's under five foot, is classed as a super estrella or a mini estrella. Um, in the early years, they were also called micro luchador. Oh, I like it. Micro wrestlers. And they basically, the, Ameri- uh, the American uh, wrestling history had always used uh, midget performers, mm. as they would have been termed back then, as comedy breaks. And they were also sort of there really for, to get the kids in. They were the sort of guys who the kids would be like, you know, this is an amazing thing. Mm. I am seeing elves, you know, <laughs> perform. Uh, and... In the 70s, the Mexican promoters began realizing, oh, well, the Americans do that. Let's nick Mm. that concept. And what they used them for was a sort of special attraction. Um, In the early days, there were these small wrestlers. uh, There was Gran Nicolai, uh, Pequeno Goliath, and uh, my favorite (laughs) one is Arturito. 
who was dressed as R2-D2 from Star Wars. Um, really popular. How rigid was his kind of setup? Like, I don't think it was. I think it was a painted, like a, painted a, you know, on, right, a costume. Okay, fair dues, yeah. yeah, that okay. was done. Um, I, I, I have not seen any of R2-E2's work. And <laughs> I just love it. Again, it's that Mexican thing about, about copyright. Yeah. Is, copyright is, it... is the start of a negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We'll put him out there. We'll stop doing it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Once but, it start, started losing money for us. But look how absolutely delightful it is. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're going places you wouldn't dare to trade. <laughs> in the yeah. early 1990s, CMLL, I always I find it difficult to say CMLL. It's it, mm. I, I blur the L's at the end, and then it sounds like I'm making a mistake even when I'm getting it right. Um, but it's Mexico's oldest wrestling promotion. In the early 90s, they actually created a division of mini Estrellas, and that mm. was really the first time it was anything but a sort of like novelty match in the middle of a card. Um, it was created by a guy called Antonio Peña, who is uh, uh, very much the, the Vince McMahon of CMLL. Um, he's passed away since. And he used this as well where he sort of went, we could use this where they aren't just their own characters, but they could be miniature versions of our big stars. So it's right, like a sort okay. of, I don't know. It, it, like, well, it, like an action figure. It's Funko the... Pops. <laughs> yeah, Henna yeah, like... invents moving Funko <laughs> Pops. Um, and uh, originally they had a limit of five feet tall. Uh, but that has been changed over um, recent years. There have been people as tall as five, two and a half right, who have okay. taken part in Giants. the... Giants. Uh... I bet they're like the El Gigante. <laughs> they're like Big Show. <laughs> yeah. A mini Big Show would be good if it was only a bit shorter than the shortest <laughs> big wrestler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, in 1992, they um, uh, actually launched their own championship belt. And that was seen as being really the moment that the uh, the the miniature performers go from being a novelty to being mm. an actual sort of you know athletic mm. uh, endeavor for many years they, they actually are i mean some of them the the the, the, the uh, mini australias are uh, amazing athletes they mm. are incredible performers so they would do all of the things that the bigger wrestlers were doing except they would do it on a scaled down version yeah. so instead of going to the top rope they go to the second rope you right. know they would do a, a dive over the ropes but they'd go through the middle rope that sort of thing yeah. and it is just remarkable you know you see these the, the these performers who are just doing everything mm. that someone who is of you know uh, if you like a, a scaled up size can do um in 1997 um aaa which was the other big uh, uh uh, federation in mexico they signed a working arrangement with the wwf and the wwf specifically did that because they were interested in mini estrellas they, they were sort of fascinating and sort of mm. you know a novelty to some degree um and a lot of the the big mini estrellas of the time uh, mascarita sagrada la paquita uh, they came over to wwf and some of them were given the mexican gimmick of being miniature versions of the bigger stars. Right. So during that time in 1997, there was a mini gold dust and a mini Vader. There was oh, also like a mini mankind. A mini mankind and a mini Vader. Yep. So <gasps> they would have their matches. And it was almost like a sort of, you know, uh, they weren't going around with those wrestlers. Yeah. But right. it was almost like that, that thing of sort of going, here is a sort of cartoon version of our mm. terrifying main event. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really sort of interesting way. It stopped in 1999. Uh, and the WWE did actually bring them back in 2005. And that was a very short-lived uh, section on SmackDown. Where they, they, uh, it is because you are waiting, I suppose, to see the traditional um, small people's wrestling match. Mm. And these guys from Mexico would come out and they would give you a remarkable athletic display. Yeah. Um, what you have here is you have um, Mascarita Dorada is now um, working with Los Matadors. And he's playing uh, El Torito, the little bull. Uh, who is who is their mascot? Um, he did actually appear in the. I think he signed in 2013, 
um, and he appeared in the 2014 Royal Rumble. He was a surprise entrant. Right. He eliminated Fandango and was eliminated. <laughs> Fandango's getting it. <laughs> he was eliminated in turn by Roman Reigns. Another reason. That, I mean, to that seems Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. And what 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 you've got on the yeah. other side of this match is Hornswoggle, mm. and Hornswoggle is more of a traditional diminutive Comedic American kind of performer. Yeah, he is uh, all uh, very much a comedy character. Mm. Um, he spent, before he came to WWE, two years in the independence. Uh, he was in NWA Wisconsin, where he billed himself as the world's sexiest midget short stack. Um, and he signed with the WWE in, in 2006. He had a decade-long career, mm. which is a really sort of impressive amount of time mm. for someone who is never, ever going to be in the main event. Yeah. Um, he came in first as Little Bastard. <laughs> oh that would have been a fun character yeah. little bastard he was uh fit finley's leprechaun right okay. uh, uh, little bastard. later revealed to be uh finley's son that's right yes uh, yeah. and they renamed him hornswoggle um in 2007 he won the cruiserweight championship <laughs> from um jamie noble at a time when they'd sort of lost interest in the cruiserweight <laughs> championship uh he was later revealed as being vince mcmahon's illegitimate son mm. um vince would go on to uh, show some tough love by matching him up against the great Carly. Mm. Um, that is definitely a match we're going to be doing in a future <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> Owen Soggle versus Carly. Uh, and in 2010 was revealed as the anonymous Raw general manager a few times. <laughs> uh, but at this point in 2014, he turned heel and he'd aligned with a three-man band who mm. were a group of lower-level performers um, who I think WWE had had great hopes for. And then they pretty much just abandoned those hopes. Mm. Um, Drew McIntyre, Jinder Mahal, and Heath Slater. Right. Um, those guys would go on in a couple of years to two of them be WWE champions. Mm. Um, at this point, they are very much an afterthought. <laughs> um, so what you've got here is you've got a group of people who are in El Torito, someone who is you know the top of his game in a very niche part of wrestling, and you've got. Hornswoggle and the three-man band who are an afterthought. Mm. And what they've done is, finally, they've, they've got someone in to face Hornswoggle. Really unusually, when you have a character that gets over, who is a minority. So, for example, women. Mm. In WWE, in the 90s, they had one woman performer that they liked, and that was Alundra Blaze, formerly mm. known as Medusa. And they didn't have anyone else. So what they'd have to do is they'd have to bring in one performer and she'd have a program with them, beat them. And then when that person left, they'd get another one in. Yeah. And they'd never really done that for Hornswoggle until we get El Torito. Um, and uh, I think this year was the year that Hornswoggle had starred in uh, Leprechaun Origins as well. Oh, the Leprechaun film from the, like, the, 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 the Leprechaun kind of, horror films. The, the, like, horror films. I think right, famous yeah. because I think Jennifer Aniston was in the first one. That pre-fame. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true, yeah. But he, he, he was obviously at that point where I suppose you're beginning to think they're not really using me in the ring. They don't no. see me as... I've done all of these things. TikTok, TikTok. Mm. Um, and he... I, I'd never really asked, I don't think, to have anyone of a similar stature to come in. Yeah. Um, they did tell him when they got El Torito in, uh, he, he, there's a, a, a shoot interview he gave where he said, when Is that Tor- just drinking? <laughs> He's drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. He said, when Torito came in, I was just distraught. I was beyond depressed. It was also like I was the fattest Dylan ever. His real name is Dylan. Mm. Um, I was 178 pounds, dipping bread in ranch dressing in catering. I wasn't being used on TV. I didn't give a damn. El Torito gets called up to TV while I wasn't being used on TV. I'm even more depressed. I'm pitching to work with him because I think that makes sense. Everyone's expecting that, they said. 
Finally, I did get told by Talent Relations they're worried about my weight. I go on a crazy diet and I end up losing 25 pounds. After I've done that, Road Dog called me one week and said, you're getting your wish. It's you and Torito. Um, this match is pretty much the biggest match of diminutive stature performers that's happened in WWE for the last 20 years. Mm. Um, and Hornswoggle took it very, very seriously. He said, we got to ELC and we were told it needed to be gimmicky and haha, but we could do whatever. Right. And we did. Our goal that night was to p- play people away, and we surprised everyone. At one point, uh, Drew McIntyre does a flip over the ropes to the outside and threw a table for no reason. Everyone had the mindset of, screw it, let's blow them away. <laughs> and they really do. This mm. this match is short. Uh, I'm JBL, and that, 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 <laughs> that is a joke. that's the sum content of my <laughs> of what I bring to this match. It's short, but it is absolutely there is not a wasted second in it. No, and there are some absolutely brilliant, brilliant bumps. <laughs> like, and the thing about the distinction between obviously the the the, the they've both got um uh, restricted height, but. El Torito is has got that proportional dwarfism where his mm. his, his legs and, and, and arms are are, are in, in in proportion in yep. ratio, so he can fucking move like he is nobody's quick. business. He has got, it's like watching a child like do it, and it's like fucking. Oh, where the kids let that fuck out? He's on me. He has got exactly the same body shape and proportion as my toddler, <laughs> and she moves fast, but she doesn't move as confidently as Torito. <laughs> now, Torito, the other wonderful thing about him is as a masked wrestler uh, in Mexico. He's He's never been unmasked. Mm. His identity remains a closely guarded secret. Well, until today, Mark. <laughs> I'm only five foot eight. <laughs> wearing lip- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
He is just ah. Oh, I mean, I mean, in, in this match, you, you, they also have a, a ring commentator, mm. and in a weird way, the WWE, while they're sort of going, "This is stupid," they've actually done it quite well. In that everything is going, "This is a, another world that you have entered." Mm. Um, what you get with the commissioner, he 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 is uh, the, the commissioner, the the ring announcer. He is uh, absolutely objectively one of the worst people to do that job he cannot get anything right he has such a limited amount of things to do he starts off by calling it the WLCC match which is an extra C um, and then he he introduces uh, Hornwoggle Hornwoggle come on I know Hornswoggle's not like a big name that everyone's like yeah. how could you get that wrong it's, but it's I mean he has basic. been told it beforehand yes. <laughs> you know he should get that right um, uh, El Torito <laughs> comes out and, and he just they, they bring him out between the capes of Los Matadors mm. and when he runs down he jumps into the ring and everything <laughs> he just does this rope work where he's sort of bouncing <laughs> flipping over the ropes and then he goes up the turnbuckle and everything yeah. and it's just <laughs> absolutely chilling if he was full size you'd be like oh you're Spider-Man yeah. that, that's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, Spider-Man yeah, yeah. It's, the, yeah, it's, it's the sort of thing that he looks like he's sticking off everything yeah if, if he was six foot tall he would be the biggest star in the entire <laughs> industry without a shadow of a doubt um, this is Hornswoggle's rock period as well where he's with three man yeah. band and that again is a sort of it's a good sort of thing of not just going my gimmick is that I am small mm. you know he's like no I'm a rock sort of what a roadie rock man yeah rock man yeah. it's a sort of quite difficult to, to work out what it is uh, they also have a, a small ref um, mm. which attention to detail oddly I don't think they thought this will make it better it really does yeah. it just looks like people have taken care over it mm. um, the crowd are the best thing about this because mm. the crowd are into it and the crowd don't treat it they don't laugh at it mm. and they aren't patronising it they're mm. just going these two guys are going out there and they are leaving <laughs> nothing behind um, oh it's so good um, the uh, Torito is just incredible he, he does a dive onto three man band and it's just I mean it, it it's impossible not to go that is more impressive than seeing someone of, of full height do it yeah you know yeah. It, it's so much more complex to actually it's do just so fr- like he's the way that he leaps and jumps and stuff he looks like he's not quite as bound to gravity as everyone else because he can throw himself further he's quicker he's he just seems more free than everyone else he's yeah. not kind of he's not he's not betrothed to the fucking gravity before he was Mascarita Sagrada he worked under the name Speedy Gonzalez mm. and there is something about that that he is like <laughs> the mouse Speedy Gonzalez yeah. just blur absolute blurring <laughs> around um, the speed of this match is one of the things that is really sort of you know sticks out yeah. it's faster paced than most matches of 2014 in mm. WWE um, the, what's really I loved as well is that Hornswoggle actually goes in and he does if you like the traditional American sort of dwarf wrestling mm. where he does a kick and he misses and he kicks himself in the forehead yeah. which is something that a regular performer cannot do when when Hornswoggle's leg is straight out and he's bent down mm. he can kick his own forehead yeah. and there's little bits like that that you go uh, you know he 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 would he would have known this, mm. but that is a move that's been happening in his particular branch of wrestling for a century. Yeah, and paying tribute in a way to all of that sort of stuff that goes you know ahead. Mm. So he cannot do what Torito does. So what he does is he does what Hornswoggle does, <laughs> and it, uh, there's there's a little bit he grabs Torito's tail. And he, Torito starts running and Hornswoggle cannot let go of the tail. He's mm. sort of just like, you know, those bits you would have seen in America in the 30s and the 40s. You know, that history in that, I, I said this on, on, on a, a previous episode that we've, we've recorded. It might be going out after this, <laughs> the way that we've done it. But uh, that, that sense of wrestlers being receptacles for centuries of 
wrestling lore and gimmicks and knowledge. Mm. And you can see it there, worn so lightly in Hornswoggle's performance. He obviously is going out as well and going, this is a special match because I don't get to do this very often with people of my height. And so he's gone out and I can imagine him going, I'm going to watch old matches Mm. featuring performers of limited stature and I'm going to take the best bits. And it's like a celebration (laughs) of a, a, a strand of wrestling that is not ever celebrated and is not taken seriously. Largely because until we have the Mexicans coming along in the in the uh, 90s, it, it has been pretty one note. Um, I love the fact that in this match, which is the culmination of it, on the biggest stage of them all, which is WWE, internationally seen, Hornswoggle is throwing those little bits in. I think mm. that's a real sort of... Uh, just it just makes me proud. He might just do it because he's someone said, <laughs> you know, hey, kick, you do. Hey, kid, kick yourself in the head. Kick yourself in the head. Yeah, I, I just I just love it. The other thing to, to mention as well is how three man band works so hard here. Mm. They are three performers. They are they know they're struggling. They're probably worried every time that there's a, a release of talent. And what they do in this match is they don't go in and go, "This is beneath me." Mm. They go in and go, "We're going to get this over as mm. much as we can." And they take some insane bumps. Mm. Heath Slater gets a, a miniature chair shot in the nuts and then goes through a miniature table. <laughs> there is one bit where the Matadors get Jinder Mahal up on their shoulders, where they're on the <laughs> ring apron. And Torito comes over a ladder with a crossbody onto Jinder Mahal and they go down through tables and ladders. And it is, I when I was watching it the first time, I properly punched the air with it. I was like, yes! <laughs> that looked incredible. <laughs> Just lovely touches. Hornswoggle brings out a tiny little ladder mm. and the crowd obviously pop. And he just shakes his head, no. And he goes back under the ring and he brings out a slightly bigger small ladder. <laughs> you know, lots of good sort of, you know, beautifully sort of, thought out little bits <laughs> and they've got miniature chairs as well which i thought mm. well, that's all yeah right. really, I want where'd you get, where get them? them they look really good where'd you get them fella it'd, it'd be a them. nice thing to if you wanted to like you know wrestle yourself but you wanted an audience of cats <laughs> or capuchin monkeys yeah that would that would definitely be the chair that you oh, need oh i would love to see a couple of capuchin monkeys in a in a little miniature reproduction of a wwe <laughs> <gasps> I, uh, the, I know a guy. I know Norwich. a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> any any animals you want to see fight, he can do it. And any combo. <laughs> um, it, I, I just you know, there's one great line as well done by the commentators where uh, um, they talk about the WWE Network, and at the time that was something you heard every three fucking seconds. Yeah, nine ninety nine WWE Network, uh, and one of the commentators says, "How much is the WWE Network?" And the other one goes, "Well, we get it for half price. It's four forty eight. And the 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 full size commentators are like jocks are really good. Yeah, that's that's all right. That one that's quite yeah, funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, There's also a load of bit where they gripe about their own jobs through the prism of the other commentators. <laughs> so the other commentators they're, they're sort of talking about it. You see a Michael Cole just going, "Oh, this is like raw. They're not calling the action." And it's oh, oh someone's spicy. been told off. Yeah, and somehow this show is trending. I mean, that that's the bit that really gets me, where you sort of... The, the ugly thing about this match is the full-size commentators, mm. who are just, this is a shit pit. This mm. is so crap. Yeah. And they, they totally misread the room. Mm. Um, uh, uh, compared th- them, those three, with three-man band, you know, you three-man band of professionals and all of those commentators. They're hacks. They're, they're just bitter, <laughs> jaded, tired, <laughs> stupid old men. <laughs> um, it ends with um, Torito <laughs> bouncing off the rope and giving a sitting senton to uh, Hornswoggle, who goes through a mini table. Um, it, it 100% is everything that good pro wrestling is. Yeah. It's, it was, it's, it's fun without being, you know, silly. The two guys in it, it matters to them 
a lot mm. and you can see that it matters to them a lot and they want to work hard to make this work you can see that the people around the ring have so much respect for them that they are going to put their own bodies through tables in a non-comic way to get these guys over mm. and everyone working together <laughs> you know and what you get of course is you get the commentators who represent if you like the office yeah and the office are just like uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. and i i watched this match it is as fun a match i've seen in ages it's it's absolutely 100 percent at its heart what pro wrestling is supposed to be mm. it's supposed to be athletic it's supposed to be entertaining it's supposed to be something you cannot see anywhere else outside of wrestling and that match ticks every single one of those boxes um afterwards hornswoggle talks about the match and again i this you know it's so easy to sort of see hornswoggle because he is just this comedy character and he's running around doing stupid stuff it's sometimes hard to sort of think yes he is both an athlete and a television performer and an Mm. actor and all of those things um he said people expected it to be us biting each other's asses on top of ladders instead we beat the piss out of each other and ourselves (laughs) it was a lot of moving parts man everyone was so excited Everyone involved was so excited. Between the agents and all the guys involved, we were so excited for everything. And I remember getting to the back, and I didn't get ungeared for like two hours. I was like, this is so awesome. It was easily my only standing ovation in the gorilla position, even from Vince McMahon, which made me feel really good about myself. It was awesome. That's the one where if someone asks what I do, I give them that. I've only watched it once. It's only uh, one of the three matches in my career I've ever watched back. I never watch any more than that. I don't watch my stuff. Um, a great moment for all concerned. Um, <laughs> uh, Torito would later beat Hornswoggle again in the mask versus hair rematch that they had at WWE. <laughs> so, they should, so he was, he was next seen getting shaved, presumably. He was, yeah. Again, you know, part of the, if you like, the history of wrestling, mm. you know, you give the two guys the mask versus hair match. You know, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I had nothing but fun watching this match. I, mm. I would say... Uh, out of everything that we've watched for WrestleMemus, uh, that would be the match that I would say. If you fancy watching just one, watch that one. <laughs> yes, I think that's really fair. what's happening. So, 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 where is El Torito? Uh, Hornswoggle is presumably still with the company, but where is El Torito? No, Horn- but both are, both are, still... have left. Yep. Oh, they both left. Yep, they've uh... gone. I, 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 Torito is is uh, back in Mexico, I believe, mm. as Mascarita Sagrada. Right. Okay. Uh, where he is um, uh, still performing. Mm. He he was born in eighty two, debuted in two thousand. Right. So he is probably twenty years into a career now. Mm. So I imagine, uh, you know, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah. Poor. I was oh. born in 81, just saying. <laughs> Wouldn't it be good if it turned out you had a pair of like, wooden like leg splints? <laughs> and this is a really, really convoluted way of hiding your natural identity. <laughs> Man. Oh, lovely old job. Um, well, this has been... I did actually write down what day uh, this was, and then I lost it again. So, uh, well done, me. Uh, I think this is the 22nd, the 22nd. So, so, so coming up... A special yeah. Christmas episode. I think you're all going to enjoy. We're, we're it's it's entitled. We won't give too much away, no. but it's entitled a kendo for Christmas. Wrestle me, Pete. This was a Stakhanov production. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.